It's looking to be a very nice Tuesday. Good to have you with us. I'm Eric Carpenter, and this is KCVL KCRK. And the weather is uh, staying, you know, for this time of the year, pretty nice. A little damp out there, and uh, of course, uh, for some of us, that makes it uh, hard to keep breathing with the uh, cooler, damp weather. But uh, we'll get through it. Winter's not that far away. I hope that uh, you have gathered your firewood. If you uh, burn firewood and have that in and ready to go. And uh, do keep in mind that uh, yesterday, again, was a no-burn day. Department of Ecology said there's no air movement or not enough air movement, so uh, it was a no-burn day. And uh, here shortly we'll get the uh, report from Ecology whether we can light a fire today or not if you want to do some outdoor burning. Big projects. Well, that may be in the offing for the city of Chewila when it comes to park and recreation. They uh, did their survey, and now Shawila going to hold an open house. That's coming up this Thursday. If you'd like to find out more about what they have in mind in Shawila, here's Larry Fetter. The purpose of the plan is to describe what parks and recreation facilities look like in the next five to ten years, and we will be doing that. We have an open house plan for October 19th. It's going to start at 6 o'clock and go to 7.30 at the Chewila Civic Center, which is right next to the library. And we have stations set up that will be representing these three categories and other categories as well. So if you want to see what the rec center idea looks like, you can go to that station and people can kind of walk you through it. If you want to see what the trail system looks like, you go to that station. If you want to see what future park potentials are, you have a station set up for that. So you can kind of go over there and look at those and ask questions and see if we missed anything. So you may have an idea that, that you have an interest in that you didn't get the opportunity to talk about it. Here's your opportunity. So we're inviting everyone in Chewila to come out on that evening, October 19th, and look at what we've got, double check, make sure that we've got things described correctly, because we're going to be wrapping up our plan, and city council is going to adopt this plan in January. At least that's what we're scheduling right now. So it's been almost a year's worth of very difficult work, lots and lots of meetings, lots and lots of discussion. We've turned over every recreation stone we could find, so we're ready to kind of put this plan to rest and so we can start implementing it over the next five to ten years so in a nutshell that's what people can expect at the open house we intentionally wanted other input because chuila's recreation is potentially its backbone of economic development here so we don't have one single industry so what attracts people to chuila is quality of life and we know that and so the more that we can offer recreation amenities the better economically we do so that's a big part of what's driving this is how can we perform and compete with our neighbors in a friendly way to be more competitive about where people live and where they want to be and where they want to recreate. Come recreate in Chewila. All right. Don't forget that open house is coming up Thursday down in Chewila. 
6 until 7.30. They'll have all the placards up and the dogs and the ponies will be making the rounds at the Chihuahua Civic Center. You can ask questions, make your comments. You know, you might have a good idea and it just didn't, uh, you didn't get in on the survey or maybe they just uh, not enough input on that. You, it's your chance to get your input in because uh, the parks and recreation plans moving ahead in Chihuahua and everyone in the entire area is certainly invited to that event. You know the name Tempur-Pedic. If you have a bad back, you may already own one. The back pain relief is legendary. I have a secret for you. Tempur-Pedic mattress support system also provides a good night's sleep. You don't have to wait for a bad back. You can get a good night's sleep now. Don't take my word for it. Ask somebody who owns one. Come to Sandra's for a seven-minute test rest, and we'll change your life forever. Sandra's Furniture, downtown Colville. Let's uh, hear some more. We Kevin Stockland talked yesterday about uh, some of these climate change movement events and some of the problems with the model for the change as it is right now. Here's Kevin Stockland. The best source, if we actually had this goal of reducing CO2 emissions, if that actually were the goal of all this, we would be investing in nuclear and nuclear is the cleanest burning technology. In addition, the new technology that they've come out with, these small modular reactors can be placed very close to where you need them so you don't have to build all these transmission lines and everything else. So if the goal were to reduce CO2 emissions, that's what we would really be focusing on, but we're not. Instead, we're going with these you know, not ready for prime time technologies, which is wind and solar. And the dirty secret of those technologies is that it takes so much CO2 to actually manufacture those things. So for the solar panels, for the wind turbines, also for EV engines, you need to mine hundreds of tons of minerals in places like Africa. Then you ship them by boat, producing more CO2 emissions to China, where they get refined, and then they eventually get shipped to the U.S., where they might get assembled using more CO2. So these are not non-emitting technologies. These are not even clean technologies. All we're really doing is just shifting our emissions over to China. And by the way, China is investing heavily in coal-fired plants. They are now the number one emitter of CO2. So that's not necessarily what you want to do your refining and your manufacturing. Is it that this climate movement is just not able to think economically? Are they not able to actually think through the ramifications of these policies? It's puzzling to all of us. I don't know why they are not able to think this through properly, but the fact is on a national level, we are being pushed by the government and also by this ESG movement to shift from an energy source, which is gas, oil, and coal that we have in abundance and that we can produce cleanly and efficiently and, and affordably to an energy source that is mineral-based and that is also highly pollutant. It, you know, it requires strip mining and poisoning of rivers and everything else, but that we don't actually have control of and that China really does have control of. And so what country in their right mind would advocate a transition like this? The only answer that I can think of is that none of these activists have actually taken the time to sit down with a spreadsheet and, and actually calculate what this all means. You know, we've done a documentary on this explaining the ESG movement, and it's called The Shadow State. People can see that at theshadowstate.com, and you can learn about this industry and how it works, who are the players, and how it's going to affect our lives in the coming years.
So much of this whole ESG movement is uh, is just to uh, further the cause of the haves and the have-nots, and I guarantee you, there's not a there's not a one in Stevens County that's in that haves category. Are they super rich? Will have the rest of us will not. Hi, this is Sammy from Zaddy's. Let's play some bingo. Senior bingo will be held on October 14th from 10 a.m. to noon. Bingo night for everyone is on Saturday, October 28th from 4 p.m. to 6 p.m. Prizes will be awarded to winners and refreshments will be served. These events are free. However, due to the limitation of seating, RSVP is required. These events will be held at 401 South Main Street, directly across from Les Schwab. Call us at 509-685-7434 to reserve your spot today. Uh, by the way, I thought uh, I would uh, just pass on the official, the EPA numbers for the global CO2 emissions as we are asked to not use natural gas for our stoves or our heating and uh, do away with all the coal. Nation Worldwide, China produces 30% of the total CO2 emissions from fossil fuels. The United States, 15%. The European Union, 9%. India, 7%. Russian Federation, 5%. And Japan, 4%. So, you know... So much of our, especially the electric vehicle uh, components, coming over from China. And they are twice the CO2 emissions in China from all of the United States. Looking for a little comfort in your life? Call the expert, your carrier dealer. Carrier dealers are the authorities at getting peak performance from your heating and cooling system. So call your carrier dealer first. He has ways of making you very comfortable. Carrier, turn to the experts at ABC Heating and Electric in Colville at 411 West 2nd. Or call Deb for an appointment at 684-2018 or go to abc-heating.com. At Automotive Tire Pros, we're more than just a tire shop. We're a complete automotive repair shop. Is your check engine light on, brake noises, or in need of a front-end alignment? Your vehicle setting too low, or would you like a lift or leveling kit? You lose your keys or key fob? We can now program key fobs and cut your keys. We service 134A and 1234YF air conditioning systems, so stop by A Automotive Tire Pros and let them check it out. And don't forget to get those new tires and perhaps a new set of wheels. Come check out the tire specials for the month. Call A Automotive Tire Pros at 509 68 Four six nine four five today. An expert in forensic pathology testifying in the ongoing trial of three Tacoma police officers charged with the death of Manuel Ellis said Ellis likely would have lived if not for the officer's actions. Dr. Roger Mitchell, former chief medical examiner for Washington, D.C., made the statement Last week affirmed the ex-Pierce County medical examiner's ruling that Ellis died by homicide from oxygen deprivation caused by physical restraint. 
The officers, Matthew Collins and Christopher Burbank, charged with murder and manslaughter in the death from March 3, 2020. Officer Timothy Rankin, charged with manslaughter. They have all pled not guilty. That trial continuing. Big celebration yesterday in Seattle. Even before the official end of the Alaska cruise season, Princess Cruises hosted dozens of industry partners aboard their Crown Princess ship Monday. That the local hospitality groups, longshore representatives, the Coast Guard, Customs and Border, the Port of Seattle all joined in celebrating. It is a record-setting season for cruise ship passengers in Seattle. The season started April 15th, goes through October 30th. They expected to draw 1.4 million cruise passengers, but this year they are on pace to exceed 1.7 million passengers. That's 400,000 more than last year's record number of cruise passengers. So, of course, that means a lot of dollars in and out of the port and around Seattle with uh, all of the uh, ship passengers. Tell you what, the uh, cruise ship industry was devastated when the government shut them down during the COVID days. Well, the the people have had their say. Cruise ship, uh, they are running at a very high capacity um here recently when I was I happened to be was was a princess cruise ship that um, we went from Vancouver down to Los Angeles. Some people got off at Los Angeles, but uh, when we left Los Angeles en route to Hawaii, the ship was 100% full. Every cabin had people in it. So um, cruise ships, very popular uh, vacation time right now. Hey, yesterday, got a little nerve-wracking down in the Portland area. Clark County issued a tornado warning. About 2.56 yesterday, a severe thunderstorm capable of producing a tornado was located uh, between Portland and Vancouver. And the warning said, take cover now, move to a basement or an interior room on the lowest floor of a sturdy building, avoid windows, and if you are outdoors or in a vehicle, move to the closest substantial shelter and protect yourself from flying debris. Well, that tornado warning expired 3.20 yesterday afternoon. The Clark Regional Emergency Services said no tornado touched down, no reports of storm or wind damage. The National Weather Service says it was a radar incident. Uh, they say they didn't have any indication on the ground, but that the radar indicated there was a tornado in the Clark County area. 
the National Weather Service issued that warning. They did have some flood warnings up for Portland yesterday. And the northbound lanes of Interstate 5 in Olympia still closed this morning. A semi-truck overturned last night. The uh, crash about 1040 last night closed both directions of the interstate for more than five hours. They do have the southbound lanes open at this point. The state patrol says uh, Department of Ecology responded. They assessed the hazmat concerns involving corrosive substances that were part of the load. Uh, the northbound traffic being diverted off the interstate. The department say crews are still working clearing that scene this morning and uh, will continue through the uh, early part of the day. When your vehicle is involved in an accident, you want collision repair performed by highly trained experts. Since 1984, Carey's Auto Body has been your specialist. We handle the complete repair process to get you back on the road as quickly as possible. Carey's Auto Body works carefully with your insurance company to repair your vehicle to before accident condition. Carey's Auto Body, 1101 South Main in Colville. Log on to careysautobody.com or call 509-684-2580. Foggen Brothers Lumber specializes in forest improvements and thinning treatments that add value to the forests for people, products, and the environment. We are currently purchasing saw logs, tonwood, chipwood, and also timberland. Contact Vaughan Brothers today at 509-684-5071. Or for more information, go to www.vaughanbrothers.com. It's volleyball action on the radio this evening. Shawila takes on Liberty, and that'll be coming up on 92.1 KCRK. It is senior night for the Cougars. That in volleyball action, 6.30 this evening. Thursday night, it is volleyball. Colville taking on Freeman. Again, for Colville, it will be senior night. That'll be 6.30 on KCRK. And Colville is down at Lakeside that Friday night on the 20th, 7 o'clock. That'll be on 92.1 KCRK. Colville Lakeside football action from down at Lakeside on Friday. A look at today's local weather forecast brought to you by Colville Auto Repair, your local Napa Auto Care Center. They'll provide the expertise in everything they do. Anything from routine service to a check engine light diagnosis or major repairs, you can count on them. Colville Auto Repair, they do it right. Make your appointment, call 509-684-3581 or stop in and see them, 505 South Main. 60 degrees for a high this afternoon. Might even see some sunshine out there.
Chance of rain overnight again, 34 the overnight low, 64 sunshine Wednesday. Clear skies, that means uh, 36, might have frost in some areas Wednesday night. 68 on Thursday, 37 Thursday night. Uh, still looks like Saturday by late afternoon, Saturday night, and Sunday and Monday we're going to see rain here in the valley. Colville Auto Repair, they specialize in Dodge, Ford, Chevy Diesel Repair and Maintenance. Find out all you need to know. Call them 509-684-3581 for Colville Auto Repair. Uh, calm skies this morning. The barometer up at 30.20. 42 degrees as we start the uh, day off. Appreciate your joining us. I'm Eric Carpenter, and this is KCVL, KCRK. Now, time for another Otis Advisory. The first cool white people were probably beatniks. They were first with finger snaps and poetry reading, while everybody else was heavy petting in poodle skirts. Beatniks didn't need fight clubs. They could already ride a bike without holding the handlebars. What else do you need? Sure, they had role models like Harpo, Groucho, even ligature marks. They played a lot of Chinese checkers too and didn't really care if it was Chinese or not. Never came up. Neither did running with scissors. As for transmania, that really wasn't a thing for beatniks who were never confused by what was in their own shorts. Lunatic friends just hadn't woken up yet. Good thing, too, since these cats were never going to accept all terms and conditions anyway. Like you just did, again. It was high octane and meat all the way until somebody narked on them for having cinnamon toothpicks and wax lips. Crazy times. Oom Papa Mau Mau was on the car radio, a target-rich environment for anyone who could drive a stick. And as for curb feelers, well, that meant something very different then and had nothing at all to do with stop and frisk. Don't you wish you could live in a time where if you knew how to work a box of pop-up Kleenex, you were considered fully trained? Yeah, when beatniks roamed the earth, they had it good until the hippies ruined it for everybody with all that yatahe and scrapbooking business. This is your Uncle Otis, and I'll still see you at the Peace March.